This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is not your century. This is not your century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. October 16th, 1995. They came in fleets of buses, caravans of cars, and scores of red-eye flights. The Million Man March in Washington, D.C. may not have attracted a million men. The crowd size was hotly disputed in the aftermath. But it was massive. It was a celebration that spilled from the steps of the Capitol across the National Mall to the Washington Monument. It was much bigger than the March on Washington 32 years before. In fact, it was the largest civil rights demonstration in U.S. history. It was a victory for Louis Farrakhan, the Nation of Islam leader who had organized the march, which wasn't actually a march, but a rally. It put him, for the moment, at the forefront of the civil rights movement, which was not nearly as unified as it had been in the 50s and 60s. Farrakhan, then as now, was a controversial figure. He'd made anti-Semitic statements and argued that whites are a race of devils, inferior to blacks. The Southern Poverty Law Center classified the Nation of Islam as a hate group. Critics, especially whites, said Farrakhan had no business leading a national event like the Million Man March and urged people to stay away. But a postal worker from Atlanta named Al Woolley told the Chronicle's Aurelio Rojas that the more he listened to news stories saying he shouldn't come, the more he was determined to do so. He said his obligation to fellow black men transcended his differences with Minister Farrakhan. Mainstream politicians kept their distance, though. But as prominent as Farrakhan was, he delivered a two-hour speech, the Million Man March was more than just him. A t-shirt slogan spotted on the mall summed it up. Minister Farrakhan made the call, but the march belongs to us all. On Meet the Press, Jesse Jackson acknowledged that Farrakhan had said hateful things, but, quote, There's a sense in which the march is a sense of urgency driven by pain, not driven by one personality. Jackson attended the march, as did Rosa Parks, Washington Mayor Marion Barry, Maya Angelou, Cornel West, and Betty Shabazz, Malcolm X's widow. The mood at the Million Man March was more reflective than confrontational or celebratory. Much of the program was given over to the theme of atonement and reconciliation. Many of the speeches tended toward the spiritual. The idea was to present to the world a different picture of black men, usually seen in the culture as criminals, unless they're athletes or entertainers. Who will save the black man if not us, a Louisville doctor named Raymond Sims told the Chronicle. This is who we are brothers who in our ignorance have forgotten that we survived slavery because we had each other. It's time to be there for each other again. I'm tired of seeing black children die from violence, from drugs, from neglect. I'm tired of seeing promise rot in jail. A thousand miles away at the University of Texas, President Bill Clinton made his most expansive statement on race relations since taking office nearly three years before. 
White racism may be black people's burden, he said, but it's white people's problem. We must all take responsibility for ourselves, our conduct, and our attitudes. America, we must clean our house of racism. He took a swipe at Farrakhan without naming him, saying that a million men standing up for personal responsibility do not make right one man's message of malice and division. The National Park Service estimated the crowd size of the Million Man March at about 400,000 people, which was seen by some as kind of an insult. Organizer Benjamin Chavis, the former head of the NAACP, had said early in the day that a million people were there. The Center for Remote Sensing at Boston University conducted a study of photos from the event to estimate the size of the crowd. It announced its conclusion in 1997. 837,000 people with a margin of error of plus or minus 20%. That means the crowd could have been as small as 669,000, or as large as 1,004,000. This has been Not Your Century, a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Audrey Cooper, Editor-in-Chief. Get great journalism today at sfchronicle.com. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your center.